0: Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today Glens Falls Mayor Bill Collins' State of the City Address. I'm Gary Scott and today is Friday, January 20th, 2023. Other stories in the Morning Brief today the Floyd Bennett Memorial Airport in Queensbury opens a history exhibit, Johnsburg and Minerva school districts consider a merger study, The Shoreline Restaurant in Lake George begins the process of rebranding, and Southern Adirondack Independent Living announces their new Executive Director. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the Greater Glens Falls area. For example, I'd like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Cerrone Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning in Queensbury, offering residential and commercial plumbing and heating, cooling, installation, repair and maintenance services to the community for over 25 years. Their professionally trained plumbers and HVAC technicians are capable of completing any job from start to finish with a promise to deliver unmatched customer service in the process. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com. And thank you for making Glensfalls Falls Today your source for free local news. The Floyd Bennett Memorial Airport has opened a history exhibit showing the airport's history dating back to its founding in the 1940s. According to News 10, photos and memorabilia trace the airport's history through to the 1980s, during which period it served as a base for four commercial airlines. Items and advertisements from those airlines that once came to the area regularly can be seen on site. Warren County Airport Manager Robin Mapps said, quote, The new exhibit is great. It breathes some new life into the terminal to see the pictures that detail the history of our airport. Much of what is on display at the airport has been donated by Jim Barrett of Leaf Air, LLC. Barrett has family ties to the staffing of Colonial Airline, one of the lines that used to traffic the airport regularly. The construction of the Adirondack Northway is credited as the killer of commercial air flights to Queensbury, as its creation made transportation by automobile significantly easier into and throughout the Adirondack Park. Today the airport is still used by a corridor of nearby businesses and of course it also serves as the home of the Adirondack Balloon Festival. Two small North Country school districts are considering doing a merger study, but the process is in the very early stages. According to the Post Star, the Boards of Education from Johnsburg and Minerva will hold a joint meeting on January 31st at 6pm at Johnsburg Central School to hear from state education officials about how merger studies work. Johnsburg Superintendent of Schools Michael Markwika said his board reached out to Minerva because they already have a merged sports team and wanted to see if there was interest in doing a study. Johnsburg has about 300 students, and Markwika said enrollment has stayed relatively stable, only losing about 20 students in the last five years. Minerva has about 120 students. Mark Weka said he's interested in finding out what a study might show. He said, quote, I'm hoping if we do go that way that we would see more program opportunities for students. According to Mark Weka, Johnsburg High School offers very few electives and the teaching staff is teaching the maximum course load. He would also like to add more academic intervention services and special education programs at the elementary level. The January 31st meeting was originally going to be held in December but was postponed due to a snowstorm. Members of the community are welcome to attend, but there will not be a public forum. Mark Weka said this is an opportunity for board members to ask questions of state officials. However, Mark Weka said the Johnsburg Board of Education will hold a community meeting on February 13th at 6pm, ahead of the board's regular monthly meeting. Minerva's Interim Superintendent of Schools, Timothy Farrell, said Johnsburg school officials reached out in mid-September and asked if the board would be interested in learning more about school reorganization and mergers. Farrell said the next step after the meeting with the state would be to commission a merger study, if that is the direction the district wants to go. The study would take several months, and then the findings would be presented to the board. Then, each board decides if it wants to put the question out to the community for a straw vote. The most recent merger study done in this area was Fort Edward and South Glens Falls. The Fort Edward Board of Education voted to end the process after completing the study without putting the matter out to the public for an advisory vote. Farrell said he is also interested in finding out what opportunities exist if the district's join forces. Like Mark Weka, Farrell is hopeful that any merger study would show the potential for expanded course offerings and programs. According to Farrell, Minerva has cut back on the courses it offers in science, technology, engineering, and math, and it also does not offer high school electives in English and economics that it had previously offered. In addition to declining enrollment because of its small size, Farrell said Minerva has had trouble finding teaching assistants, bus drivers, and custodians. Farrell himself retired in 2019, but returned in October after his successor, Kyle McFarland, resigned to become principal of Cohoes Middle School. Farrell said, I'm one of four retirees in the building. The talent pool, the employee pool, is pretty shallow. Farrell said it is important to be sensitive to the fact that Minerva and Johnsburg are small communities and merging could be a way to provide those academic opportunities at an affordable cost. He also said he has not heard much feedback from the public at this point, adding, quote, I think people are waiting to learn more. It's been quieter than I would have anticipated, but I think that's because people really don't know. They need more information before they form any good questions. Now, before we get into our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we hope to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. On Wednesday this week, Glens Falls Mayor Bill Collins held a State of the City press conference on the second floor of City Hall. According to our own Kate Haggerty, the mayor spoke for just over 41 minutes before opening up the event to questions. Mayor Collins spoke on a variety of topics during his speech, including city taxes and the downtown Revitalization Initiative. He also mentioned that last year, a study by news outlets and crime statistics and comparative crime rates showed that Glens Falls was ranked among the safest cities in the United States. The mayor also touched on everything from infrastructure to the wastewater treatment plant and highlighted the merger of the Glens Falls transit system with Capital District's transportation. Mayor Collins also focused on the city's ability to use state and federal grants to complete programs and not use the property tax dollars. The mayor went on to highlight the ability of Glens Falls to do more with less. He mentioned the vacancies in city government, which has led to a cutback in services, and encouraged the community to participate by filling vacant positions within the city government, the police department, the fire department, or volunteering for committees. Mayor Collins also brought up the possibility of paid parking in the future, referring to the topic as the third rail of city politics. He said, quote, The newest report on our parking use and utilization is expected soon. We need to lay aside any self-interest regarding parking and work towards a holistic plan, That makes sense for the entire community. Reportedly, half of the city's population has an annual income that places them in the Department of Housing and Urban Development's Need of Service category. So to help those who are in need, the city will be hiring a new social worker this year. This position will aid the city by serving as a conduit between the community and the police force, firefighters, and other service providers. Looking forward, Mayor Collins said he would like the city to attract the young people who leave Glens Falls and go off to college to return to Glens Falls instead of moving to larger cities. He wants young professionals to stay in the area and build their lives here. Katie Carson and her husband Will have begun the process of rebranding and renovating the former Shoreline restaurant as well as its cruises, boat rental business, and motel, which they purchased from Katie's father Dennis Quirk at the end of last year. According to the Post Star, the Carsons have big plans for the family businesses, now called Waterfront Hospitality, beginning with the plans Katie submitted to the Village of Lake George planning board. Katie's proposal outlines the first phase for the restaurant, which will now be called the Lighthouse. Future plans for the upgrade also include fire pits and the new menu. These businesses have been run for over 30 years, first by Katie's grandfather, Jim Kirk, and most recently by her father. According to the company's website, Will and Katie bring over 40 years of entrepreneurial experience to Lake George. Will formerly owned and operated Leroy Holding Truck Lease and Service, which he sold in August before the couple purchased the Quirk's Waterside Empire. Will's statement on the website reads, We value the tradition and foundation that the Quirk family has built the business on. Rebranding brings modern design, trends, and innovative upgrades to the guest experience. We look forward to sharing our vision with the Lake George community. The large, multi-deck wooden boats the Adirondack and the Horican are still in operation and available for booking events, but the boats now sail under the name Lake George Waterfront Cruises. The Woodbine Motel, another entity of the Shoreline Company, will become the Bungalows this year. The motel formerly served as affordable housing for restaurant staff and J-1 students who came from other countries to work in Lake George during the busy summer season. And finally, Southern Adirondack Independent Living, or SAIL, a health advocacy organization that helps disabled individuals in the North Country, is experiencing a change in leadership. News 10 reports this week SAIL announced the appointment of its new executive director. Tyler Whitney is stepping up to lead SAIL into a new chapter of assisting with disability and nursing home care. Whitney has spent the last three years as SAIL's deputy director, and he now replaces current director Marty Burnley, who is retiring. Whitney is an area local with a range of academic and nonprofit work behind him. He said, quote, I am thrilled and honored to serve as the executive director for an organization as remarkable and important as Southern Adirondack Independent Living. SAIL is a premier agency serving 16 counties and assisting those living with disabilities to live more independently. I am looking forward to continuing the great work of the agency and elevating the importance of independence alongside the incredible staff of this organization. Sale operates offices in Queensbury, Plattsburgh, and at the Wilton Mall. The organization also loans out a large amount of durable medical equipment to those who need it for various reasons, at no cost to those getting use out of it. And that is all I've got for The Morning Brief today. Again, I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for The Morning Brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area, so if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back on Monday with hopefully my normal voice back and more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.